Welcome to the Employco USA HR podcast. I'm Rob Wilson, president of Employco. With me is my brother and partner, Scott Wilson. Hello. And Jason Isad, uh, vice president of HR. Hi, everyone. Back from spring break vacation. <laughs> Wisconsin Dells. Wow. Yeah, it was fun, but it was it was good I came home. The water capital of America. <laughs> That's right. And uh, working the board, of course, Nikki Navarro. So thanks for joining us this uh, this week. And glad Jason uh, survived. The, it was too cold to go on the duck. Duck right. ride, and there's next still time. water up there, but uh, next time in the summer. So, so uh, a, a big trend that we're seeing right now is uh, Chat GPT. So, I thought we'd uh, discuss that the the pros, the cons, how it relates to HR and businesses, and and Jason, what you're seeing of you know in the use on the HR side. So, just a little background on it. It's been around, uh, you know, fairly recent. So, right. November of 22 really is when it was launched, and it's using 100 trillion machine learning parameters. Yeah, and I think the information is, most of the information is as current as 2021, so it's not live, real data that it's searching for to give you some of that chat information, but pretty powerful. Yeah, and they're releasing it in phases, so they're in four right now, and that the, that's the big debate, that they should slow it down and mm. wait to release five until things can catch up and they can regulate it, because, you know, they had a newspaper guy put in, I think it was a newspaper guy put in like about his wife and stuff like that. And chat GPT came back and said, you should get divorced. Wow. So yeah, it's pretty wild. So I'm reading off my notes. I'll chat GPT. T- this is what it's telling me to say. So yeah. it's the best program in the world. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but it, it was interesting. Elon Musk was just on uh, this week saying they should pause it and try right. and regulate it and try and, you know, because really you can, you know, as it's machine learning, you have to really look at the accuracy. I, I, you know, I signed up for it. I typed in what's employco just to see what, yeah. and you know, we show up. And it, it's it's kind of correct. It said that we do recruiting and staffing, which we don't do. But uh, it had the HR side down pretty so well. So I, I said, tell me about Employco USA. Those are the exact terms that you have. Employco USA is a human resources outsourcing and consulting firm based in Westmont, Illinois. The company is founded in 1996 by Gerald J. Mottman Jr. No, no, no yep. relation. And has since grown to become one of the leading HR outsourcing providers in the United States. Uh, we provide HR service to all companies of all sizes. We have our own proprietary software program called My Employco, which allows clients to manage all their HR functions in one place. So it goes on and on. We're Inc. Magazine's fastest growing companies. Um, Inter- interesting. So the founders were obviously Scott, myself, and our father. Right? Yeah, I don't know. All Wilsons. All Wilsons. All Matman or Motman. Yeah, we don't have any Geralds in our family. But that's but the thing with Chad GBT. If they put it in enough, yeah, they think it's right. true. Right. That's, you know, one of the big drawbacks. Yeah, interesting. And, you know, with software, we've, we've got our own proprietary software, but we don't label it as my employee code. No. Interesting. So years ago, when we, not to digress, but we'll, uh, as we get back to Chad GPT, maybe this is in there. When we started Employco, there, uh, at, th- at the same time in 1996, got, uh, got our website up and running. We were interstate. Uh, we, we had a client in Indiana, so we could trademark when we, and, there was another, there was an Employco, a temp agency in Seattle. Right. And then they tried to get the trademark yeah, on. And it actually what stemmed it was I had uh, got Employco.com first. Right. And that's what put it on the radar. And we were already in the trademark process and got it. Wow. And that's what started the whole thing up. And they, you know, they tried to say they were in business longer or whatever. But we, we won. But it was kind of interesting that uh, back then, uh, you know, they were starting around the same time. Yeah. They were a staffing business. But the old fax machine days before the internet. <laughs> right. So uh, 
And on the chat side, there's a lot of uses for it. I know our sales team uses it pretty extensively to uh, to to write documents. And so, if we look, Jason, at the at the HR side, you know, it, it's it's got to be a pretty good tool for uh, for HR professionals today. Yeah. So, I mean, it can help obviously with recruiting. So, if you say, uh, can you write a job description for an SQL programmer in Seattle? Uh, maybe a and maybe it knows that Seattle or California. So it knows that, okay, I need a salary range included in the job ad. So maybe it, I, I don't know, I haven't tried it yet, but maybe it'll know to include some kind of holder of a, a salary range. And I don't know how to write an SQL program or job description. So maybe it'll start with some baseline as we're going to probably keep saying over and over in these discussions, like always review, like trust, but review, like you always need to have a human take a look at it. At it's final product. And actually you used a great example, uh, a job description because that's something that uh, that Jason and I did a uh, HR chat and we were, we were talking about doing a podcast on as well the the new pay transparency laws uh, with the job descriptions there's I think 16 states now that you have to put a pay range in in that and so if if you're just relying on this if you know if if this isn't 100 yeah. percent accurate you're doing it in Colorado will it pick up that you need Due to pay transparency laws, because the the fines in pay transparency start at three hundred fifty dollars, and one of the states the fine is two, uh, maximum fine is two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Oh, so you know when it comes to pay transfer, you really want to make sure you're in compliance. So, like you said, double check, right? Use it, but make sure you double check that uh, for accuracy. Hundred percent, because they get the founders wrong. Yeah, right. Exactly right. So. So some other areas, uh, so really also kind of related, was you have that new hire, maybe you could say write a, a job offer template. But then again, I worry, does it know to put considerations in there depending on the state or ban the box or criminal background screen? Like, will it know? And there's if there was a law that just changed, passed two months ago, if this is relying on old information as of a, two years ago, a year ago, it may not pick up some of that information. So it's a good maybe working draft and have the HR department or someone like us employ go review it before it becomes final. Um, onboarding, if at some point, maybe in the future, there's a person going to start on Monday and said, can you remind me, what's the dress code policy? There is this automated chat box and says, okay, what's business casual Monday through Friday, casual on Fridays, something like that. I don't know. So it, it, it has some capabilities and potential to help, but I just don't know if we're there yet to take some work off of HR's plate or how much it would take off. Because yeah, typically your, your onboarding process, at least we're very involved in our clients, helping them create onboarding and, and internally, uh, Jason and then Sean, our training manager, created a great training program. And so you kind of answer all those. What is the dress code? What are the company hours? What is the remote work there? It's really interesting to be able to use this as a tool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think we're very much in the infancy. Like it, Oh, it's such in its infancy. Yeah. I mean, maybe at some point in the future, it takes 25% off of works of, of HR. Like, can you tell me what's my deductible? And maybe it searches up the, your, the payroll system and finds out what medical plan you're in. You're in the, Jason, you're in the plan with a $1,000 inpatient, an in-network deductible. So maybe it can automate some of those quick hit, but I, I don't know. I, it's going to... And, and Chad GPT is in its infancy too. I mean, when you look back, like we were talking when we founded the company, Yahoo, that was a search engine, right? It was like, you could search anything on Yahoo. Now you, who uses Yahoo? You know, or Ask Jeeves. You know, those old ones. Now it's all Google. So who's to say ChatGPT isn't going to be passed by an Elon Musk product or a Microsoft product or things like that? Well, yeah. Because, you know, and I know uh, China, they're trying to develop their own. So, I mean, it's no one knows right now what's going to be the end-all main one to go to. 
Yeah, you know, like, for example, our sales team, they're using it a fair amount on, you know, I've got this letter, but now I want to change the letter and make it friendly or mm-hmm. more direct or, you know, right? So it it's, helps them a lot. I can see that on that. On the, on the HR side, I think you've got to be careful, one, because you're dealing with regulatory issues all over the country. So you want to make sure that it is accurate. Give the right info, yeah. I mean, another one I just did this morning is, uh, can you give me a topic that's current, trending, and uh, of interest to many people that we could use in a human resources podcast? And it came up with... Uh, Cubs are playing, shouldn't <laughs> Yeah. It's opening day. It came up with uh, managing remote workers and how to incentivize and motivate them. I'm like, okay, well, that's actually somewhat like current and topical. Yeah. So that's a decent one. Uh, but some of the other ones, like where I asked him to create a sexual harassment policy, it did okay, but there were definitely some pieces that were missing from its from its draft. Hmm. Yeah, it, and I'd be curious how many HR professionals are using it now for things like that, or create, you know, help me create a performance review. Right, right. Well, and the bulk of it now is like we did with Employco, Edgar did, and I did initially, and someone apparently, whoever is the alleged founder of our company, Gerald Mutman. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but how it learns is when it's wrong or nothing comes up. You write back, this is what it should be, and then you hit submit, and then the next time you query it, it factors that in there. Hmm. So good data in, good data out, bad data in. So you never know if, right? Like in this instance, that's a perfect example to show you that the data isn't 100%. Right, so. Yeah, so I guess on that that note, you know, if you use it on the HR side, make sure you uh, yeah. you double-check it. That's yeah. exactly right. Anything else on uh, chat GPT? Yeah, I mean, the main thing is maybe as a company, even if you're not ready to embrace it or launch it or start using it as a business, business, uh, maybe you create policies. Like, I do want my, I'm open to my employees using it, but always proof it before it goes to customers or clients. Or no employee should be using this. I want all human-generated content. So just at least think of policies or how you want to frame this or your strategy as a company, and then consider rolling that or communicating your stance or your, your preference to your employees and how, how they should use it or not use it. Scott, I sense we might be having an internal policy <laughs> yeah, from Jason. Definitely. Yeah, I agree. How Chad GPT draft it for me? Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, donate money to Chad GPT. Yeah, <laughs> I'd be I'd be curious too as you look at it, it's such a fast moving, but how many people uh, you know outside of the tech side are aware of it? Like, well, if, that's, if we pulled people, if we did a poll in our office, how many people are aware of it? Or, right. or have accounts? Yeah. yeah, right. And that's where a little background for the people. It's basically for the end user. You go to ChatGPT, they've got an app, you know, and all it is is a line and you type in whatever you want. And, and it keeps a history. Right. And that's where, for me, I was kind of like, well, I really don't need anything yet, but I have one of my friends uses it all the time. And it really depends on what type your market is. So, but that's basically what it is for people that don't know what ChatGPT is. It's computer generated, you know, and basically. Almost a human voice, human yeah. language. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty pretty wild. What is the likelihood of the Cubs winning the World Series? <laughs> yeah. Another hundred Back years. Back to the future. Yeah. <laughs> so the uh, in- interesting topic. So we'll uh, we'll see what develops. And like you said, Scott, the, you know Yahoo was you know the big on the search yeah. years ago, and now it's you know now it's. Google is a household or name. Of, or even yeah. think of AOL. Yeah. I mean, back in the day, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But AOL was you had to go to through AOL or I was in CopyServe or I'm trying to think of the other. Um, uh, they had three things that that's how you got to the internet. Now you don't hear about any of them. So right. this is such in its infancy. The fact yeah. that it, you know, 
they've been working at it for years, but this is, you know, the first, like I said, version four. Yeah, and you don't even, you don't say, I'm going to go search this. You say, Google. I'm going to Google it. Right. right. Yeah, so we'll see what happens in the next couple of years if we're not all gone because <laughs> right. robots have taken over. Right. One of the other things that we, uh, Jason and I were talking about on a HR chat was pay transparency, and we referenced it a little bit in this document, something that uh, uh, if uh, listeners aren't aware of it, something that you should look at. There's so many states that uh, you have to, on the pay transfer, you, you have to list a range of uh, a pay range for your job. And where to be careful on a, on a sh- you know, short version of this, where to be careful is if you have remote workers, and you might be advertising, you're based in Chicago or Cincinnati or wherever, but you know, someone from, you're going to advertise across the internet and maybe pick up someone in Colorado, you need to make sure you're in compliance. Right. Yeah. Include the salary range. If you're open to remote workers, if someone from remote from California or Colorado can apply and can you make sure you have some of it's just the salary range. Some of it also includes benefits, like how much do we pay for benefits, what kind of vacation time or medical PT, like all that kind of stuff. So... If you're posting for remote workers, really be careful that you're complying with all the state laws that you're potentially going to be hiring in. And I see that kind of going across the whole country because yeah. actually my daughter is in the process of interviewing. And then their, uh, her initial app was, it was, what's your salary range? So it's even oh, a wow. step further where I'm willing to bet in those states where they have to put the salary range in. That's probably, is. do you think that would be illegal for them? For the employer to ask, ask the applicant what they're looking for? What the range is. Yeah, no, I, I think that's okay. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, but, but as long as you're posting your own. You know, they can, you, you know, Jason can ask someone what's your range, but he can't ask you what are you currently making. Not in Illinois. Gotcha. Right, in uh, Illinois and many other states, yeah. you can't say, well, all right, our, our, range, our range is, you know, fifty to $60,000. What are you making? You can't ask him. Gotcha. I mean, there's so many things that you can't, you know, we did a podcast, I, I think it was a podcast, uh, for, you know, six months ago or so on the 25 questions that you can't yeah, ask right. in a job interview. The big no-no's. I mean, there's so many questions that you can't ask today. That's and, what we're here for. Right. Yeah, if you uh, if you have any questions, uh, whether it's on pay transparency or, uh, or Chase, Jason is, yeah. is a, already an expert, uh, feel free to reach out to us. Uh, you can get it Jason at HR at employco.com and uh, feel free to follow us on social media. Reach out to us if you have questions or uh, thoughts or comments or uh, future podcast ideas. And if you use chat GPT, make sure it's accurate. Don't, don't assume that it's accurate. And, and you know, one of the things we were talking about uh, as well was you know, uh, the March Madness. We did a bunch of stuff over in different media spots on March Madness and we're kind of past that from a, from a, yeah, the final gauge are coming this weekend. Because of the last couple, you know, a couple of weeks ago, it was, you know, Thursday and Friday. Uh, Friday, talk about an unproductive uh, yeah. day. You had St. Patrick's Day and, yeah. and uh, basketball. I think my day. phone rang maybe twice from salespeople <laughs> and usually rings all day. But you're passing, you know, now that you're, you're, you're down to the final four this weekend. So you've, you know, you, you've got three games left and they're all at night. Right. Who's ever still in? Good luck on your brackets. Yeah. Yeah. How can it, you know, that's. Everyone's probably. I, I keep moving up. I I, <laughs> I was hovering at thirty eight, thirty nine, and I moved up in our pool to twenty. But uh, a couple of people they've been pretty consistent up at two or three. Yeah, last I checked, I was eleven. But right, I'm sure I'm not now. Yeah. So, but uh, thanks for joining us for uh, today's podcast, and uh, reach out if you have any questions. Thanks for joining us. Thank, Thank you. you.